British Columbia Premier-elect uh, David Eby this week unveiled his transition team as he prepares to take over from John Horgan. The team has been co-chaired by former NDP finance critic, uh, finance minister, sorry, Carol James, and First Nations negotiator Doug White. Mr. Matt Smith, who ran Mr. Eby's leadership campaign, will serve as chief of staff. Uh, no date has been yet set for me, Mr. Eby, who was acclaimed as NDP leader last week. Uh, in regards to taking over, Mr. Eby, uh, in the last hour or so, met with Lieutenant Governor Jan. At Austin, uh, and he joins us now. Premier elect Eby, welcome. Thanks, Jazz. Good to be here. Hey, good to have you. Now, I know uh, I don't want you to spill the tea uh, after having tea, but can you tell us <laughs> what, what uh, you and Lieutenant Governor talked about? Uh, we had a great conversation about uh, about her background before becoming Lieutenant Governor, and my background before uh, becoming Premier elect, and uh, and most importantly, she. Uh, asked me um, uh, if I had the confidence of the House and if I would form government, and I said yes uh, to both questions, and uh, so she invited me to form government, and and that was the, both the, the ceremonial and uh, requirement for uh, for me to officially become uh, premier designate. So it was a, it was a big afternoon, uh, and so there's no exact swearing in date yet. Uh, no, we're working on that right now. Uh, my uh, goal and my hope is to be. Uh, in the legislature before the session is over for a couple of reasons. Um, I'm hopeful to get uh, some legislation uh, in place on uh, the priority areas that I know British Columbians are concerned about on housing, public safety, health care, and uh, sustainable economy. And uh, and also, it's important to be accountable to the legislature. So uh, we're working on that. Usually, uh, when a government is transitioning from one uh, uh, leader to another, uh, it doesn't happen when session is underway. So it's a little bit unusual, but it's uh, it's uh, a time that I'd love to be there uh, as premier, and I'm I'm excited about that potential. Uh, will you have legislation written up by uh, by that time to introduce in 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 the legislature? Uh, I'm working with the team right now. Uh, obviously, um, uh, there were, there was work underway on on some of these uh, pieces, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, working with the team right now so that uh, hopefully we can introduce uh, uh, hopefully. Uh, uh, government under my leadership can introduce uh, that legislation uh, in this session. And uh, that's my goal. And that's what we're working on right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, can we expect, uh, I mean, every leader that is chosen uh, chooses his team, his priority, uh, their priority areas. Can we expect a cabinet shuffle um, uh, by the end of this year? Well, right now, the and uh, and it's uh, it's it's quite a process to be. I mean, I had some uh, significant files that uh, Premier Horgan entrusted me with, mm-hmm. um, but it was just a few files in government. And so right now, I'm getting briefed on all of my colleagues' files and uh, and uh, issues facing the government, uh, where our economy is at right now, and uh, and what major events are coming up uh, in the next few uh, weeks and months. So that's uh, consuming a huge amount of my time. I'll be meeting with each of my colleagues individually. Uh, to talk to them about where our government is at and where we're going and what their hopes and priorities are, mm-hmm. and using that information to make any decision about uh, cabinet roles or otherwise. But uh, but that's a bit down the road right now, uh, just uh, trying to get everything in place to be able to join uh, the team in the legislature before the end of the session. You have been part of a government now for five years. It's not like you're coming in fresh and brand new, as, as you said. Uh, you've been, um, in many ways, bringing in legislation to, to, um, to, implement, uh, to implement what the government promise it would do uh, under its mandate. Um, are you going to be, at this point, tinkering in regards to legislation that deals the pre- deal with the present situation in regards to public safety and uh, climate change and housing? Or are you looking at 
being a premier at this point, bringing in significantly more legislation that would overhaul what's already being done widespread? Are you going to widespread, you know, in a widespread manner, overhaul legislation, or is this about um, improving legislation and perhaps even tinkering, uh, tinkering with legislation rather than bringing in much bigger change? Mm-hmm. Great question. So I'm uh, completely committed, as are my colleagues, uh, uh, just as Premier Horgan was, to delivering on our commitments to British Columbians that were made in the last election uh, and, uh, and, and making sure that we follow through on those promises to British Columbians. But obviously there are issues that have come up uh, as we come out of the pandemic that need to be addressed as well. And uh, the housing situation has, uh, has certainly gotten more complex and, and problematic, especially for people with uh, a decent income who are mm-hmm. just looking for a place to rent or buy. And so uh, we'll, we'll need to shift gears on that. And you'll see a bigger emphasis from our government on middle-class housing uh, and our involvement in, in making sure we deliver housing for people uh, who, who earn those decent incomes and, and just need a place to live for themselves and their families. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll see the, the public safety issue and the, and the disorder and challenges in downtown cores related to mental health and addiction. I mean, you're just blocks away in the studio from the downtown east side of Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there are smaller versions of those kinds of challenges in communities like Terrace and Trail and Kamloops. Uh, so um, you'll see uh, from me uh, an increased uh, focus on uh, public safety. And uh, through two perspectives, one is the safety of the people who are out in the streets and making sure that they have the care and support that they need, uh, but also for, uh, you know, for seniors, for uh, families, for people, uh, uh, Um, people uh, uh, walking alone at night, that they can feel safe and comfortable in every part of their city um, is a big priority uh, for me as well. And then finally, healthcare. I mean, coming out of the pandemic, uh, our healthcare system and and the system across the country is under remarkable strain. So uh, people will certainly see me continuing to advocate as Premier Horgan did to the federal government, uh, but also um, uh, doing all we can to support those frontline healthcare workers uh, to make sure that British Columbians, when they go to the hospital, that they get the care they deserve, uh, and uh, and to um, make sure that people have access to that uh, family doctor care that they're looking for. So, uh, uh, big priorities, Jazz, uh, and uh, and uh, issues arising that we need to address, but um, but uh, similarly committed to what we promised in the last election. I just want to go through each single one very quickly here. In regards to the public safety, there's, as you said, issues of just being everyday folks feeling safe. At the same time, there's about mental health and addiction issues. Um, are you looking at a poten- potentially reestablishing a wide-scale, large, mental health facility like Riverview, opening up a facility like that uh, under your leadership? Well, I think I think there's a significant uh, need and opportunity for us to provide uh, mental health support, addiction support, uh, before somebody hits the state where um, they're involved with the criminal justice system or uh, in, a, in a, a delusional state or otherwise ill, uh, victimizing somebody else in the community. So making sure that we have those uh, abilities for a physician to be able to assess someone and if they need that support that they can get it uh, is going to be a critical piece of this. Uh, it's the most uh, challenging uh, component of responding to public safety because you know, when you're talking about providing uh, addiction support, mental health support for people, 
You need the professionals that can deliver that. You need the space uh, for them to do it. Uh, and uh, and so uh, looking for those opportunities where we can move quickly on those issues is going to be a huge priority for me. In regards to housing, uh, are you willing to step on the toes of municipalities? Because a lot of the roadblocks that we see, the bottleneck, is at the municipal level. And you're certainly my sense of listening to you here and seeing you in the legislature. Um, you're the kind of guy who doesn't mind picking a fight occasionally if you think it's the right thing to do for the greater uh, public good. Are you okay bringing in legislation that may as I said, step on the toes of municipalities. Uh, one of the really neat things um, that came out of the recent municipal elections is uh, uh, city councils and mayors. I, I've had a number of meetings with them, just from uh, cities as, as big as Vancouver and Surrey to, to smaller uh, uh, cities across the province. Uh, and, um, and, and the mayors I've talked to are committed to delivering on housing. And so uh, my hope, actually, is that we'll be able to have that partnership. They, they feel a strong mandate from their communities to deliver on uh, more housing faster. And as, uh, as premier, uh, I'm committed to putting the, the pieces in place so that they can be successful in delivering that mandate uh, for their constituents, for the communities, for the people who need that place to live. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so I'm I'm really heartened by the tone and uh, and the constructive nature of the calls that I've had with these local leaders, and I can't wait to work with them. Uh, and uh, and certainly, um, you know, uh, it's the responsibility of the province to ensure that there's housing, uh, and that uh, we're meeting the population growth that we have. Um, because if we don't, uh, it's huge cost for community and huge impacts on people that are looking for a place to live. Uh, but I feel like I've got a lot of good new partners across the province to work with. Uh, final question to you. Uh, do you still uh, maintain that there'll be no early election and the next election in British Columbia will be in the fall of 2024? Yeah, as I've been across the province, I met with people who are sympathetic to our government and people who aren't. Uh, party members and non-party members uh, as part of the leadership campaign, mm-hmm. I didn't hear one person ask for an election. They just want us to deal with the issues of the day, and uh, and I'm committed to that fixed election date. Well, uh, David, uh, it's always been uh, great to have you on the show, great to have you on the show today, and look forward to having many more chats with you uh, as you uh, implement some of the legislation you've been talking about. And I guess the next time we talk, I will uh, address you as Premier. Thank you so much for your time today. Okay, I look forward to that conversation, Jazz. See you. All right.